The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome in another edition of the Movie Zone. He's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton talking this week about villains and origin stories and but unlike the ones you've seen before joker is out was able to see it and uh give you i'll have a review a review for you coming up here a lot of controversy around surrounding this movie uh right now and across the country and yeah. around the world and we'll have to touch on that and talk about that but also uh, a bunch of documentaries have been coming out lately about musicians and, and bands. Last week, we had the ZZ Top documentary. This week, The King, a documentary about Elvis Presley. That and The Joker, those are the two movies talking about today. Welcome on in. Uh, good to have you back for another round. And uh, Adrian, good to see you. It's good to see you, Austin. I know it's not till later in the show, but order has been restored in the movie universe. Especially in one. Was it disrupted? It was. Oh, it was. It was, yes. But um, life finds a way. Life finds a way, and so does our Spidey friend. (laughs) As uh, MCU and Sony, last week on Friday, decided we both like making money. And so they figured out a new deal to get Tom Holland Spider-Man back into the MCU. For two movies. For two movies. Not really sure what his role will be in like ensemble things, but uh, they decided to figure it out i don't know why now is better than then maybe it was sony just proving that they could do it and they had a plan they called marvel's bluff Mm -hmm. and then marvel was like ah crap and then they came that's probably what happened that is what happened. the team with the rights you know sony played it well if that's what happened i don't know if we but i think we can both agree that's probably what happened because that's they had all the they had the control Mm -hmm. they had the pin number for all those dollars that yeah. Marvel was enjoying getting into their account. Yeah. And then they didn't have the pin anymore to access those dollars. So they got the pin back. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. So uh, so they'll be back at least like two movies, like Austin said. And um, we'll see. Because Sony still wants to do their own cinematic universe around Spider-Man. And Kevin, is it Fage? Is that how you say it? Is, uh, Feig? Feig, whatever. Yeah, but he, uh, he's been rumored to be writing Spider-Man out of the MCU version in these two movies. So who knows? I'm fine with it. And I'm, really, they've moved on to the next phase anyway. So Yeah, I I, if you saw Avengers, I think it's... Endgame. Yeah. There was a reason that it's called that. (laughs) But, I mean, there's going to be more. I mean, Doctor Strange 2 is coming out in, like, 2039 or something like that. Oh, they'll never let go of these things. Yeah. It's never going to end. Yeah. I wish it would, just because I'm fatigued at this point by it all, but... It's it won't yeah because it's successful right uh, and, and there's many of us who aren't fatigued and want them to are you go. not fatigued no at all not at all I love them not in the slightest nope. so you'd be okay with a third Ant Man I mean probably I don't as far as that franchise itself goes it's not a fatigue thing it's that I'm not a huge fan of the Ant Man movies but you're all right with a sixteenth Spider Man yeah okay I'm not right I'm over Spider Man but I'm not over Spider Mitchell. That's just starting. I want to make that real clear. Right. They did do a commercial together, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to see Zendaya at a few jazz games this season. I think that'd be special. That'd be fun. Well, 
Uh, if it's up to Donovan, maybe not. But with Rudy's help, no. maybe he would. I'm not because, sure Rudy's helping. Yeah, true. Rudy's <laughs> throwing shade, so it's it's all fun though. Rudy's really, really good at you know blocking. The, yeah, Rudy was a good. Uh, that was a really funny Twitter exchange. If you missed that over the week between Donovan and. Zendaya. It was his biggest, the biggest block of his career. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's talk about some movies here in a moment, but let's talk about last week's movies now. I sound like Perd Happily there from uh, this is the news. We we're talking about movies last week, now. right now. Uh, abominable. How much? 20. Back to $20? 20 million. Yeah. <laughs> But that's about it. Twenty million—that's a fine return. Yeah. What was their? Do you have their budget? Seventy-five million. That's not a fine return. No, not a fine return at all. Uh, I would suspect if they made twenty in the opening week, they'll make probably around twelve the second week, seven the third week. Yeah, it's up to thirty-two million worldwide. So they're not halfway there. No. Ah, no, they are not. Bad for them. But that maybe they'll make it all up in DVD sales. A lot of those movies do well, like... <laughs> they don't make it up in DVD sales. But the, they make it up in, like, they'll sell the rights to Netflix or something. Okay. And then they'll probably get some streaming royalties. But, yeah, it's not going to it's not gonna make it up here, how, it doesn't seem like. How does Netflix stay in business? Uh, $12.99 a month for hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, but that's not... $12.99 a month isn't... Times hundreds of millions of people. <laughs> no, but times the times hundreds of millions they spend for these rights. Right, but I mean, that's a lot of money. I guess so. How many? I mean, but remember, there's no ads. Is what I'm is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but that's where you make your money on these things. Well, you pay for the subscription, so you don't have ads. It'd be like if if I still have ads on Amazon Prime. Really, I don't. Like some of the some of the free movies. In fact, oh well, yeah, on the the free stuff, yes, but it's like. It's like if you pay for Spotify, you never have to hear the ads. I use the free one, and I get annoyed at the, sometimes at the ads. It's, I don't it, pay for YouTube Premium, right? So yeah, I have an ad every right. time. It's yeah. like cable. If cable had, like, if you could pay for just the channels, they'd probably jack up the price more than it is, I suppose. But, but then again, as you say, they do spend a lot of money on a lot of bad content too. Yeah, like they make a lot of their a original, lot of movies. There's like, what is this? Yeah, so. Adam Sandler has another movie, although that's a bad example because people will always watch Adam Sandler. Movies. Yeah, his terrible Jennifer Aniston murder mystery movie that I said watch because it was like dumb and it wasn't even that funny. But it was just on in the background. And I, it was like the biggest streamed thing yeah. on the platform in a year. Set records. Yeah. yeah. And it was not good. Right. But it was a dumb put it on and yeah, enjoy exactly. escaping for an hour and a half. And then with Disney Plus, who knows? What's gonna, that's in a month, right? November. It's only a month away. Like November 4th or something is when Disney November 12th. But they won't Hatch. be including Hulu, right? You have to pay for Hulu separate? I thought it was included. Hulu it, it's all, it's and all. ESPN Plus. Hulu, so, BYU fans. Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney? Yeah. All for one for fee For $12.99 is the... I thought, it, I thought Hulu was going to be a bit extra, but... Oh, I, it could be. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's all this ahead of time stuff where people just start throwing numbers out there, too. So, we'll know. But for you BYU fans who want to watch them lose on ESPN Plus, oh. get Disney Plus. How many games left could possibly be on ESPN Plus? Uh, all of them <laughs> at this point? No. Sorry, no offense. <laughs> Come on, that was a bad loss. That was the worst loss. It was a terrible In loss. In many ways, it was the worst loss of Kalani's <laughs> run there. I get it's not UMass. I just, yeah. I, we've talked about it all week, yeah. but this team's too good. Yes, Totally to be agree. losing like that. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, the streaming wars just got 
Warrior. Okay. Because how is that, but, where, is that but, where the name Warrior comes from? Maybe. But, <laughs> no, wait, it is. What? what do you mean, maybe? But uh, <laughs> it's also interesting, too, that yeah. Netflix may be pivoting into a grittier thing because Disney Plus won't have adult rated content, whereas Netflix will continue to. And by adult, I don't mean adult, adult. I mean. Oh, well, then I'm not listening anymore. I mean, like the mind hunters of the world and things like that. The. The the TV MAs will the be the Mind Hunters. Have you ever watched Mind Hunter? No, I've never oh, heard of man. it. Oh man, on Netflix. What is it? It's a guy who he uh, talks to serial killers and like it's really good. Like real? No, no, no. It's oh. a fictional. Oh, okay. Kristoff from um, from uh, Frozen, the voice who plays him. He's in. I don't oh. know his name. I just know him as Kristoff. <laughs> know him either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you his face until I was watching the show and I was like, why does that sound familiar? Now the stuff it's, where Netflix does really well is like making a murderer. And Evil yeah. Genius yeah. and oh, those types of those things. Those are so good. All right. Well, there you go. Box office report and then some. Here streaming on report. Yes. Box office and streaming reports. Well, it's upstream. Upstream, yes. Wait. <laughs> Swimming and as upstream. they say, don't be, up, don't be downstream. <laughs> okay. All right. Never. Remember those commercials we all live downstream? Yes, I do remember those yeah. commercials. Do you remember the, the guy crawls out of the gutter? Yeah. <laughs> he throws the <laughs> throws the grass in the guy's face. Oh man! All right, what well, are that's we doing? what we need. We need uh, upstream with Adrian yes, Lizer every week here on the movie, and it's open for advertising. You, <laughs> you could, could be the be sponsor upst- of the exclusive upstream with Adrian Lizer, worth up to eight dollars a year. You know, to be fair, we do get a lot of requests on twitter and stuff you and i about this show about talking about streamed content like originals netflix originals hulu originals and stuff and we try to talk about it as much as we can so i think most of us spend our time on the streaming services right. now yeah. instead of at the theater mm-hmm. but this movie show is about getting the out to the yep. best experience and that's at the theater specifically megaplex and this week we're excited to talk about an experience at the theater which is all that can be described by this performance that we're going to be talking about. And now you sound like Perd Hapley. <laughs> <laughs> right now. When will That's that be what now, we're talking Austin? about right now. Austin, when will then be now? Soon. Soon, exactly. All right, let's dial out to the Movie Zone phone and talk about said performance and one performance of the past. Well, several performances of the past. It's all about performing. We're going to talk about it right here on the Zone phone. Whoops. On movie, the movie Zone, zone phone. phone. Showtimes, please press one. For Ad Astra, please press one. For Abominable, please press two. For Joker, please press three. You've selected Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Zazie Beats, Robert De Niro, and Mark Moran. For plot description, please say, Tell me more. Tell me more. Forever alone in a crowd, failed comedian Arthur Fleck seeks connection as he walks the streets of Gotham City. Arthur wears two masks, the one he paints for his day job as a clown, and the guise he projects in futile attempt to feel like he's a part of the world around him. Isolated, bullied, and disregarded by society, Fleck begins a slow descent into madness as he transforms into the criminal mastermind known as the Joker. 
Joker is rated R and earned a 9.4 out of 10 stars from imdb.com. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. All right, here it is, the uh, number one subject of the week, Joker, one of the more anticipated films in recent memory, certainly in the comic book realm, and uh, Warner Brothers has hit a... Now, it's hard, because Adrian, I saw this movie... And I enjoyed that I saw this movie. Right. I enjoyed the movie for the performance. And the performance is multiple, but certainly Joaquin Phoenix, in my opinion, will be up for the Oscar with this performance. It was... I forgot that it was Joaquin Phoenix. Hmm. In fact, no, I didn't forget. From the moment he was on screen, I didn't see Joaquin Phoenix. I saw Arthur Fleck. Mm. I saw Joker. Uh, it was a brilliantly done performance by him. I can't say that I enjoyed the movie, not because it wasn't a good movie, just because it's not. It is so heavily dark, so uh, depressing, and so downtrodden, and so uh, miserable. Because that's this character's story, right? And as an origin. It did a really good job of, of explaining why he is how he is. And it all the controversy around it, I understand, and people are uh, entitled to their opinion on that. This did, my, this did not champion Joker. Hmm. And it did not make excuses for his behavior and the things he does. That it was, just explained why he may be how he is. That was something that, th- that people were worried about. Was about. And Todd Phillips and Warner Brothers both said, see it first and you'll see that we try to explain it but we don't give excuses to why this character is the way he is yeah now and and, uh because of you know the climate of today's world uh certainly understand why people may have some reservations for a film like this but sounds like but from your perspective it didn't really do much of what people were super worried about but it did try to just explain this this man's journey into the character that he becomes and yeah. so i i'm so sad that i didn't get to come with you because i asked you how it was and you said you said it was just like you're so glad you saw it would you see it again that's another no conversation conversation right yeah because but you're I, glad you saw a movie yes. this is a different film this is something yes. even though it has to do with a comic book character this is a this is a different film than has come out in a long time. And you know, I, I think if they maybe this is Pollyannish of me, I don't I don't care, it's who I am, uh, really when it comes to these movies. If it had cut back a bit on the language and had removed the gory violence, I feel like it would be a movie I'd see again. Hmm. But I don't do well with right. blood and guts and th- this movie had a, a, a violent scene like I've never seen in movies before. Mm. I closed my eyes in the middle really? of this one scene. And my wife did not, and she wishes she had. Huh. It was... They they do a good job, though, throughout the whole movie of you wondering, is this the moment where he snaps? Is this the moment where he does what you know the Joker eventually turns into? Huh. The whole movie you're wondering. Wow. And then there's a twist, or there's like six twists in this movie and at the end as we know what happens the 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 gotham rallies or the bad people of gotham 
champion the the Joker, and you find yourself, you know, he's the hero subject of the film until moments before a lot of it is shown to you that it wasn't what you thought it was. Right. And so I could see why some people had that fear about this movie, but they're misunderstanding it completely. It's a go. It's certainly mm. if you are into this type of movie, if you're into comic book movies, if you like Batman and, and Origins and can handle R-rated versions yeah, of those. It's definitely an R-rated version. It's yeah. a hard R with the violence. It has language as well, but it was worth seeing just for Joaquin's Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix performance alone. So go see it. And he seems like the kind of actor who, I mean, he really got into the role. And yeah, where did you put him as like, where did you think he was compared to some of the other Joker performances out there? And we're talking about, obviously, Heath Ledger. Um, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. I'm, of course, spacing on his name now from the Suicide Squad. Oh, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I forget that one existed. Yeah. But uh this and i want to do i want to do this i'm glad you asked that question because this is different mm. than jack's and heath's jokers it's different heath's was different from jack's right and joaquin's is different from heath's this is a character it seems like and i'll let you finish but it seems like a character that everyone can put their kind of own interpretation on whichever yes. actor decides to take on this particular role um I will say this. I think that I will hold this in as high a regard as I do Heath Ledger's performance. Wow. So it was, it was, he, he killed it. He he was great. So, but this is a hard R. So be prepared. If you're going, take the right people. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Please take the right people with you to this film. Don't think, oh, it's comic books. It's an origin. It's not Batman Begins. Mm. It's not that. This yeah. is tough stuff. But uh, I'm glad I saw it for his performance. Yeah, that's. I, I'm very excited to see it um, just because it, it just, like I said, it seems different than something we've seen in film in a long time, especially built around one character. And you hardly see, we hardly get origins of the villain. And often they're we may the get most a, interesting of the story. Right. We may yeah. get a scene in a movie mm-hmm. like, oh, he's the villain because, you know, this happened. But we don't get a whole scene of a character who is, I mean, the best way, maybe demented is the best way to put it. I don't know. Like, and why and he is that why way. And, yeah. so, and why he, the, the, the brain, it, they go into why his brain became the way it did and why he became the person that he did and whether it was his fault right really but they don't excuse it right and, and that's that's and we don't get to see that very often and yeah. I, I think we talk we'll talk later about people's favorite villains but i think the sometimes villains are the most interesting part of movies because they are the most um they are the most changed from the rest of society yeah so that's a good way to launch the poll question at Austin Horton at AP Lizer, uh, who or what are your favorite villains of all time and or or the most evil that mm-hmm. you can think of villain out there at Austin Horton at AP Lizer. but it's a go and uh, in fact there are some beloved DC characters that you will come away from this movie thinking very differently about really yeah huh. So there you go. All right, uh, let's. We don't have time to dial back out to the movie zone phone for these other uh, documentaries, but you've got one coming out about Metallica, and you've got one about Elvis. 
and uh, I don't know which one I would rather see uh, over the other. I like both of these performers. Elvis is the king of rock and roll. Metallica is the king of heavy metal rock and roll. Mm -hmm. These are good documentaries to go see, especially if you're a fan of this of these uh, artists musics musics music these artists music both classics whether you like or hate either of their sounds you know the songs of both yep for sure whether you're a fan or not yeah whether you're a fan or not you know the songs and a guarantee even if you don't like rock metal you've bobbed your head to metallica songs because how if, could you not? If you've been to a sporting event, you've heard a Metallica song. Yeah, like it's it's and Elvis. Everyone knows Elvis. So it's Elvis Unleashed and Metallica S and M the twentieth anniversary concert. Check them out. Uh, that Metallica one will be October 9th at Select Megaplex Theaters, and Elvis will be uh, next week at Select Megaplex Theaters as well. Visit the dates and times at megaplextheaters.com. Coming up next, we'll get into the best part of the show every week, your part, the listener's yes. part, poll question responses, uh, the favorite villain and why, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. Later in the show, we got rumors and news, including, Adrian, you've got a big one for us. I do. And you'll find out what it is. All right. That's called a half tease here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to segment two of The Movie Zone. He's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton. Uh, soundtrack of the week will be twofold different bands this week. First, you're hearing The King himself. I feel like moving my hips. The, the King of Rock and Roll. You have the king of pop with Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. and the king of rock and roll with Elvis Presley. I don't think they're disputed. You can't dispute them. So he was uh, so ahead of his time, Austin, just because of like the way he the way he acted was so counterculture. Oh, it was the most evil thing that anyone had ever done. Those hips were of the devil. Think and the girls screaming yeah. just meant that uh, the preachers around the world weren't doing their job good enough. <laughs> it was it was a phenomenon. And now it's like and we'll never know how he died. There's the rumors. Well, he's not dead. I've, people, if okay, if you've been listening, he's to hanging U- with Tupac in no, the Bahamas. No, I don't know. No, if you've been <laughs> listening to Utah Car Sense every Saturday when I drive in to uh, host Utah Carson's with uh-huh. Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, the, I, I drive past, I'm Beck Street, I drive past Cowboy Joe's dog boarding. And every Saturday, Elvis is out walking his dog past Cowboy Joe's dog boarding. Now, would They're it, on Beck Street. Wouldn't it be funny if like one of those fake Elvises in Vegas was actually Elvis? And he's just impersonating himself. Yeah, he's just living incognito amongst the yeah. impersonators. It would be funny, because what's not funny is he's actually dead. So Now, where and how will always be a mystery. Is it? Pretty sure we know. On the turlet? <laughs> yes. We're just going to accept that? Do you know that he was... Uh, th- he, this is real. We are way off topic today. He this was uh, uh, investigating the Mormon faith 
at the time of his death. I'm serious. Wait, okay. I thought for some that reason you were insinuating mind? that something nefarious went on. I don't know. No, wait, nefarious. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, he had been at the time. This is a, at the time of his death. He was investigating. <laughs> <laughs> Are they tied together? <laughs> I think so. Is that? I actually. No, saw, he'd been meeting yeah. with the missionaries yeah, and reading yeah. the Book of Mormon. I and, saw an article about that earlier this week because yeah. the the Book of Mormon turns 105 or something like that. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, that. Hmm. I don't know. You're better at it than I am. I as as I once said, I've read the book. I'm Mormon too. <laughs> right. I never uh, have, but. I hear it's a page turner. At times. Yeah. It can be. It's just like the Bible. Right, exactly. It can be. It can be. At yes. other times, it's a labor of love yes, and exactly. dedication. Yeah, exactly. For sure. All right. Uh, second Nephi, you can skip over that <laughs> okay, one. Okay, cool. Good to know. Right. I'm in so much trouble now. Me, me too. So much trouble. My father's a minister who hasn't seen me in church in five years. <laughs> All right, uh, shall we move on? Yes, we shall. Let's get to the good part of the the show where others speaking of religion. Let's talk about villains. (laughs) No, let's turn the show over to the listeners before it gets canceled. Yes. All right. uh, On Twitter at Austin Horton at Apelizer, the poll question this week was and is: Who or what is your favorite movie villain, and or who is the most evil villain in movie history? Very wordy. Very wordy. Poll question of the week. In the words of. Who's Captain Jack Sparrow's uh, partner? Satan? No, no. In uh, Bill Turner? No, the other William one. William Turner? No, the one with the mutton chops. Uh, Jeffrey Rush? No, the other one. Captain Barbosa? No, oh my gosh. Uh, Keep going. Uh, Name every character from the. Zoe Saldana at one point in the first one. Yeah, when she used to be his when she just partner became Gibbs. Oh, Gibbs. This is a long way to go to say simple, easy to remember. <laughs> What's easy to remember? The, the poll question. Wordy? What does that e- have to do with Gibbs? Because you said it's wordy, but easy. Simple, but easy to remember. Gibbs is simple to remember? No, that's what he says about Jack's plan. Oh, he does. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's a line that I had really paid too to much date. attention to. Second it's the Nephi. best show to date. Second Nephi and Mr. Gibbs. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, ben Coombs yes. with the response of, and you'll have to remind me who, what, what, what her name is, but the Dolores Umbridge, that professor in Harry Potter, in Harry Potter with her pink room and the kitty cats on the plates. And she is just evil incarnate. And she, uh, they stole her little, uh, trademark stir in the tea uh-huh. for Jordan pills. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, it's kind of an evil thing, that that gesture yeah. of t- stirring tea. Right, it can be quite menacing. Um, Alex Shelby says my favorite villain is Heath Ledger as the Joker. Talked about various renditions of the Joker character earlier in the yeah. show, uh, but yeah, he was fantastic um, in that role. Won the Oscar. You don't see that a lot of times in action movies, but won the Oscar. And uh, and even and some people think. It was. It was. The, the, he somehow earned points for because passing of away. his death, yeah. and yeah. I. I think he would have won it anyway. He was. He was amazing. Yeah. Um, and then he also said Dolores Umbridge, played by Imelda Staunton. So, jazz fan Dan Man sends in non-comic sci-fi as Anton Sh- uh, Sugar. I can't. I can never say that character's name. Played by Javier Javier Bardem. In uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy Uh, was creepy. uh, The hair and everything. uh 
And then comic or sci-fi is the Edgar suit, Sugar Water, played by Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, Sugar Water. And then he sends in the gif of him pulling his skin oh, up yeah. over his head, and now I want to block Jazz Fan Dan Man. Uh, Spooky Owen says, uh, it sends in a gif of Yzma from... Um, Oh my gosh, my Emperor's favorite. New Emperor's Groove. New Groove, yes. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a great like answer. Mike goes with Dolph Lundgren, but the most evil has to be Dolores Jane Umbridge. Man, everybody's, she is evil. Um, Robert says Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah. And Oscar won by the person with the least amount of screen time is in that movie. That's a good trivia yeah. question there. Wow. Uh, he, uh, was, uh, he was only on screen for like something like 18 minutes. You heard his voice a lot more yeah. than you actually saw him. But uh, yeah, won the Oscar. Uh, Matt says, most evil, uh, so they can't have any good or decency, is, which takes away Darth Vader and Thanos in his opinion. So he goes with Anton, Anton uh, from Umbridge. Mm-hmm. Scar from Lion King. Yeah. And Heath Ledger's Joker. Pure sense of evil in all of those. Uh, Brett McCormick says Dr. Evil. But you see, but... But in, favorite villain. Okay, all right. Not the be, most evil. Not the most evil, but Dr. Evil could be... He is a villain. And he He is. needs $1 million, but... <laughs> Lasers. Oh, what a... Is that Mike Myers', uh, Myers best... <laughs> Uh, character because he Dr. Did Evil powers he yeah did, he did so many characters in just that franchise yeah but is Dr. Evil his even more than Wayne's World might uh, you might be right even more than anything else that he might be right it might be his most iconic Shrek and that it's between those Dr. Evil is iconic Austin Powers the whole thing is iconic it doesn't really hold up these days as a franchise yeah based on the uh, like PC culture, sure, uh, but, but there it was were, all the rage yeah, in the nineties. Uh, it was there's some funny well, Austin Powers when he's playing blackjack, so fun. I too <laughs> like to live dangerously, but Doctor <laughs> Evil is up there. Uh, a Utah's burner account, okay, says Thanos is such a dangerous movie villain because he truly believes he is doing the right thing and doesn't let anything stop him. As does Dwight Howard, which is why Dwight Howard finds him his favorite character, but. Thanos might be the answer as most evil because his goal was to wipe out half of the universe and succeeded. Yeah. He, spoiler. Spoiler. For spoiler. a short time, yeah. he succeeded. Josh says, if you can call him a villain, Loki is definitely one of his faves. Yeah. He was a villain for a while and then came around. But still is kind and of. And then still kind of yeah. remained. Yeah. But shows love to his brother. He's, he's going to have his own show, isn't he? Yep. On the streaming. Uh, Michael Westover says, so many villains in one with the mercil- multiple personalities, the movie Split creeped him out. Oh, yeah. yeah. With Great McAvoy. movie. Yeah. That guy. Oh. Uh, Eric says Darth F. Vader. You can figure out what the F stands for. End of the thread. But then it's not the end of his thread because he throws in two honorable mentions with Michael Corleone and Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. Jedi Knight Rider, of course, he puts in Darth Vader. Uh, Cam Bechtold says Ivan Drago is his favorite villain. If he dies, he dies. And then he said Freddy Krueger is the scariest. Scariest, possibly. Yeah. Gets you in your dreams. Don't want to fall asleep. No. Ugh, no. Yeah. Played by Robert England, who starred in locally made and honored and revered the Paper Brigade. <laughs> Lest we forget. 
Life finds a way. Life finds a way. Riley Seacrest puts Shooter McGavin as his favorite villain of all time. Congratulations, murderer. <laughs> uh, Robert sends in a gif of uh, 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 from Seven. Uh, forgetting this actor's name that's kind of a dirtbag. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, thank you. Yes. That is, he is an evil, yep, evil villain. That one for, uh, Michael Hunter says, Colonel William Tavington, played by Jason Isaacs in The Patriot. Good pull That's a good by answer. Michael, yep. yeah. And, or Eamon Geth, from, uh, played by Rafe, don't call me Ralph, finds in Schindler's List. Good to, yeah, in Schindler's List. Oh, good to, yeah, sorry. Uh, that, those are really good answers. Yep, very I, good. I had forgotten about, Jason Isaacs was terrific. Yeah, in a movie that people like, the further they get away from the Patriot, they don't like it as much. Why? I don't know. Just because it's not historically perfectly yeah, correct. So, like when it came out, people were obsessed with the Patriot, and the further more people get away, they're like, "Yeah, is that good?" But he was fantastic. Yeah, and maybe some of that is also because Mel Gibson's kind of a dirtbag. So, and yeah. then he was revered and loved, and no longer. Uh, Alex says his favorite is Heath Ledger. Oh, we read Alex, didn't we? Uh, no, we didn't. Most evil villain is Imelda Staunton yeah, as Dolores. Yeah, we we did read this yeah. one. I'm sorry. Uh, Logan says favorite Bane from favorite villain is Bane. Bane from okay. Batman Three: Dark Knight Rises. That one is. Yeah. Give it to you. The I was born in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a. I don't know. Like he's. It's, it's scared of the dark. It, it sounds more like. I was born in it. It's more like Kenny from South Park than villain to me. Like I can't. I, I can't think not it, laugh. I think it was really good, but I'm with you. <laughs> How is that villainous? I don't know. Uh, most evil. He fake reminds me of this this Diablo video game character. So. Oh, I've never played Diablo. Yeah, well. All right. Well, there you go. That's the poll question of the week. Thanks to everyone who you participated. Maybe wondering why I. Cut your man's head off at an airplane or something. What is it, that line that I he's like? I just hear Kenny. <laughs> I was born in it. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, thanks to everyone that participated. We do appreciate it. Do you have it. any? That you My left? favorite yeah. villain ever. Uh, I tend there to like. so many. I tend to like funny uh, villains. Like, uh, oh, man. The, the, I would have to probably. Go with something of a Disney ilk. <coughs> Scar is pretty good. Uh, I might take a look at uh, Emperor Zerg from Toy Story, although he turned out to be, or maybe uh, I'm playing catch with my dad. Yeah. The thing about movie villains is they can save or ruin a movie so easily. Because like sometimes they'll have like kind of a weak movie premise, and then the villain who's in it can make the whole thing worth watching. Because totally. they can be played so well. But if a movie villain sucks, you're like, this movie kind of sucks. Like Dark Helmet? He's Perfect. funny. He's yeah. a villain. He's funny. Or uh, how about uh, Hades was really funny oh. in Hercules. But Love they're Hades. the bad guy. But Love you find Hades. yourself kind of going like, you like them because they're funny. Yeah. But they're the evil guys. So anyway, I don't, I don't tend to like the satanic evil Oh, really? See, those are the ones that I, I like my skin to crawl a little bit. <laughs> and now the segment comes full circle that you need to get back to church, young man. <laughs> my parents would weep if I walked into there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shout out, mom and dad. What's up? <laughs> That's it for segment two. Hopefully it's not it for the show. No, we're technically back for one more segment. Unless someone uh, breaks into the currently barricaded studio. No. And uh, and ends this thing. It so. says, please 
keep door closed so we're really blocking it off movie news and rumors are next here on the movie zone Now, back to the movies with the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Final segment of the Movie Zone this week. Soundtrack number two of the week is Metallica. Catch their documentary in Megaplex theaters next week. I grew up on Metallica. My older brother was such a big fan of them, so we always had a blasting from his room downstairs as the door was closed and no one could enter. I didn't really get into Metallica until like 10 years ago. Now, Enter Sandman might be one of the greatest sports songs out there. It's used a lot. I was going to say. I can only think of only one man deserves it, and that's Manny Romero, Rivera. <laughs> Whatever his name is. <laughs> or, yeah, but. Manny it, Rivera. It yeah. was so classic when you hear that Enter Sand. Like. How epic is that? You know you're losing when Matt, when do-do-do-do-do comes in and he comes running out from the bullpen. Unless you're Luis Gonzalez and the 2001 Arizona Diamondbacks. They're the only team that could hit that cutter. It was a miracle, actually. He had one pitch, and he was amazing at it. Uh, so Metallica's uh, documentary can be seen on October 9th at uh, Select Megaplex Cedars. Check it out, megaplexcedars.com. Lars Ulrich. Virginia Tech. They use it. They do. I like how they do it, too. Yeah. It from, actually reminds me of Helm's Deep. They've been doing it a lot there, too. They've been doing it a long time there. Yeah. So, All right. Uh, some new news and rumors. Hey, Jay, what do you got? Um, hit it. It's time for the greatest sounder in all of sounders. <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, it makes me feel so good. It does. Now, Austin, we talked earlier about Kevin Feig. Or Feig. Or Feig. Or, or Feige. Or Feige. Maybe we should look up how to say his name. We do do this show, after all. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he will be penning the next big Star Wars film. He's coming over from MCU, but of course, owned all owned by Disney, as well as Lucasfilms. So is MCU. And so he will be helming the next big star wars film already captain marvel and captain america stars chris evans and brie larson would like to be a part of it so could be a very good cast and some mcu stars headed over to the star wars universe but hopefully not one hand shakes the other austin and you continue to make money but hopefully not mixing Captain Marvel no, no, no. and They're, Captain America into Star no, Wars. No, no, not at all. They would okay. be playing Star Wars universe characters. That's my one fear, Adrian, is that they're going to... Spider-Man dun, dun, is going to find worlds. himself on Tatooine. Dun-dun. A crossover event unlike any other. You think it's a joke, but aren't? don't you see that as a possibility? <laughs> I don't, but... You're I think, crazy. I think you'll see a lot of the same actors and actresses, though. I just... It would be so easy for them to just try and grab some cash yeah to even if it's just on that streaming service just to have like to have boba fett fight an epic thanos a, an epic x-wing battle and then all of a sudden the guardians of the galaxy come swooping in star lord <laughs> comes star lord it's like some classic rock you just hear and you're like what yeah it'd turn into robot chicken yeah which it's funny on robot chicken 
Not in real stuff. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of uh, Star Wars and sci-fi, and uh, actually, uh, there's no transition here, but Avatar. Do you know how much money Avatar made? It was the highest-grossing film of all time until Avengers Endgame. It made $2.78 billion worldwide. Yes. And there was one actor, a well-known actor, who James Cameron said, I'll give you 10% of whatever we earn if you do this movie, which would be $250 million. Wow. Best and agent actor ever. turned it down. Do you know who said actor was? Don't be Sigourney. He said, Jim Cameron offered me Avatar, and when he offered oh. me, he goes, now listen, I don't need anybody. I don't need a name for this. If you don't take this, I'm going to find an unknown actor and give it to him. Oh. But if you take it, I'll give you 10%. Matt Damon. So he passed on Matt Avatar? Matt Damon passed on Avatar and therefore lost out on $250 million. Sam Worthington... Yeah, Sam Worthington. ...got the role. Did didn't he get, get the 10%? 10%. He didn't get 10%? No, not even close. But it helped him have a career. To that point, Sam Worthington was just kind of fledgling. So And since. And since, yeah. But he did He did go through some personal stuff. He did. and uh, But hopefully he finds his way back. And, and I liked his movie Man on a Ledge. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah. Wasn't a fan of like the Clash and Wrath of the Titans. Nope. Those either. ones. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like Sam Worthington enough as an actor. But ten million or $250 million, Matt Damon said, nah, d- no thanks. This isn't going to work. So he didn't do it. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, if anyone offers you 10% of anything, just take it. If it fails. Of anything? Yeah. If it <laughs> fails, it's like, well. It's more than 0%. Yeah. Um, Austin, did you like... Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, I did, and now I had never seen the original, so I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't know the ending. I liked the movie until the ending. Yeah, we both agreed that he was like, I've caught the murderer, it's all of you, but you're all free. It was just an easy way to end it. But uh, Kenneth Branagh, who of course played Hercule Perot. He did great. He's back for another movie in the same character, written by Agatha Christie, called Death on the Nile. And he will be back for that. Also starring Gal Gadot, uh, Rose Leslie, Russell Brand, Tom Bateman, Army Hammer. So it's got a pretty good cast. But he will be reprising his role as Hercule Perot. I thought he should have been uh, given some Oscar love. He did very well. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see him come back in that role, for sure. Uh, And I don't know if this counts as I look who's acting in love. But Should we play the sounder? No, no, we shouldn't. No, please. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Please, no, please, let me play the sounder. And Vin Diesel, two of the bald brotherhood. Yeah. They have... They're the Mount Rushmore. They are on the... Him, him, Statham, and... Tucci, just because. Or Bruce Willis. Or Bruce Willis. You fight over it. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, But they have buried their feud, quote, unquote. They had a feud? Remember at Fast and the Furious and The Rock said... None of these guys like to work hard. That's right. And they're like, bleep you, The Rock. And so The Rock went and did a movie with Statham. And so that means The Rock will be back in the Furious franchise, not as Hobbs and Shaw, but in the actual movies and blah, 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 with blah, Vin blah, Diesel. Probably, yeah. All right. And Tyrese and all them. So why would that be acting in love? Because <laughs> they hated each other. Oh. And are they acting? But it's not a romantic yes, love. Yes, this is a so. platonic love. Right. Are they acting in love so, what so we that really they can play, make more money? What we should really play is... Why can't uh, we be friends or... No, guy love from Scrubs. Right, guy love, that's all it guy is. Guy love, that's all it is. It's just love between two guys. He's my best friend. <laughs> He's mine, I'm his. All right, that's it.
That's for it. the movie zone this week. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. I think we uh, brought the entertainment value to an all-time high. You got everything you could have ever imagined. Upstream, the Bible, the Book of Mormon, scary evil villains. Yeah, and I look this. The subject of the week was a a bit of a downer. Right. It's a dark, evil movie. I wanted to have some fun. Today. Yes, it so. was good. And if you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get podcasts to the movie zone share it with your mom and dad they'll like it uh but also ask them to subscribe and download but they probably won't like please. it please all right please that's it we gotta go please download it please adrian's begging you i'm on my knees and i'm begging you to do it so that he'll stop begging you to do right. it yes so we're both begging but appreciate our listeners and, and beggars everyone, can't be choosers. everyone who participates in the poll question every week it plays a massive role in the show because we know what you guys like to watch well they're the reason the movie zone is succeeding it's not us no it's oh the God. fact that people are participating goodness no austin yes, it could be it could be anyone <laughs> all right uh he's adrian lizer i'm austin horton we'll see you next week unless we don't here on the movie zone